0: It's the international soccer preview. We are Soccer Files Canada. We're looking at World Cup 2026 qualifying in the Asian region. This is round one, the preliminary round. Our sixth. Pairing is Hong Kong versus Bhutan. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada, Series 21. I'm Kevin, and we are at the beginning of a massive set of series looking at World Cup 2026 qualifying. Series 21 will cover three rounds of qualifying for the Asian region or the AFC. And this is the sixth of 10 media casts covering the preliminary round of qualifying. These are the bottom 20 teams in the AFC region playing home and away, the 10 winners advancing to the second round. This is set six of 10 then covering Hong Kong versus Bhutan. And actually, we've been wanting to cover the weaker teams in world soccer because they get little attention. Most media has focus on the big teams, but these smaller teams have very interesting histories as well. However, some of them never get on the radar because they're often knocked out in early rounds. In addition, they're often hard to separate, and in the minds of even ardent soccer fans just clump into a big nebulous category of uh, weak teams. So part of the goal here is to make them more distinct. Throughout, we'll be mentioning the teams they beat or the teams that usually beat them. Uh, We name them on purpose so that fans can, little by little, build an impression of how strong each team is relative to those around them. And at this point, we usually get some information about our past, uh, present and future media cast. However, we don't want too much information in our introduction here. So we've made a separate media cast that covers what we've been doing recently and what we plan to cover over the next nine months. And that is due to come out on October 15th, 2023. It can also be found at the address uh, that YouTube watchers can see on the graphic here, and we will also give a link in the show notes so that you can find it. Okay, on with the show though. Uh, Again, we're covering the sixth of 10 preliminary pairings here, so for each pairing we have three sections. Part one uh, is where we introduce a bit about the uh, two countries competing, their location and population. Part two is the main part, and that's where we do uh, an overview of each team's history and their recent form. And this series features a deep dive into each team's history in World Cup qualifying. Uh, The Asian region is further divided into what we call localities, and they play a big role, so part two uh, doesn't neglect this aspect of the team's history. And then part three will be a comparison of the two teams in terms of ranking, head-to-head records, and odds, and we'll end with a discussion of their prospects and our predictions uh, for this round. Okay, let's jump in and we begin with Hong Kong. So Hong Kong um, is in China. It's in the south uh, east part of China, uh, on the eastern side of the Pearl River Delta, um, uh, and it faces out to the China, uh, the South China Sea, in the south, and it borders on the Guangdong province in the north. Uh, Population-wise, Hong Kong is 7.5 million, and that makes them uh, 104th in the world and 32nd in Asia. Uh, Bhutan is a landlocked uh, South Asian nation uh, situated uh, northeast of um, India. So to the north of Bhutan is uh, China, and to the south is actually Uh, A strip of India, um, and below that strip is Bangladesh, and on the west side of Bhutan is Nepal, and on the east side is uh, kind of more of India, so that thin strip uh, goes to the south of them and then extends over to the west. So, um, yeah, basically northeast of India, and uh, Bhutan has a population that's very small, uh, less than a million there, about 787,000, and that makes them the 165th uh, in the world, and the 48th in Asia, that's 48 out of 51, so basically they're the third uh, third smallest country there. Okay, let's look at the history of Hong Kong, and we can see even on the uh, um, participation and strength graphics that uh, they've been around for a long time. Uh, They participated in the World Cup from 1974, and the Asian Cup actually from the beginning in 1956, they hosted the first tournament, and they've completed qualifications without fail. Uh, Their regional group is the East Asian Football Federation. So the same as uh, Mongolia and um, we saw that there are 10 teams there. And we also saw when we were doing Mongolia that Hong Kong competes with North Korea as the fourth strongest team uh, in that group. And about half the times they've reached the final tournament. In terms of uh, strength, Hong Kong is a third-tier team in the Asian region. They've never come close to reaching the World Cup, and only once in 1978 did they reach the final round of qualifying. They have a stronger history in the Asian Cup, uh, taking advantage of the length of their history. The lack of competition in the early years saw them reach three of the first four cups. And As I mentioned, they hosted the first edition in 1956, and that yielded their best result, a third-place finish. Since 1968, though, uh, they've failed to qualify for the Asian Cup. All right, let's take an overview of their World Cup. In the early years of World Cup qualification, they passed the initial rounds. Increasingly, they became unable to do so, and they were struggling even with the weakest teams in Asia. The exception, exception was a period between 1978 and 1986. In 1978, they finished first in a group above four of the best Southeast Asian teams to reach the final round of qualification, but that would prove the only time in their history that they did that and they lost all games in that final round. In an ongoing rivalry, they lost on penalties to China in 1982, but avenged that in 1986 by knocking them out in the first round. After that, though, they finished near the bottom of the semifinal qualifying groups until 2006. And in 2010 and 2014, they didn't even reach the semifinal round. In 2018, they came reasonably close to... um, uh, sorry, two thousand and ten and two thousand and fourteen, they didn't even reach the semi-final round. In two thousand and eighteen, they came reasonably close to reaching the final round, finishing thir- uh, third in the semi-final uh, uh, in the semi round group, just three points behind second place China, who they tied twice. Big rivalry there with China. Uh, But all in all, 1978 uh, remains the only time that they have reached the final round. Okay, let's uh, look at the uh, Asian Cup for Hong Kong. Their early history in the tournament seems impressive as they qualified for three of the first four tournaments. However, the final results, ranging from third to fifth place finishes, kind of flatter them because they never actually won a game in the tournament. Uh, Qualifying for the tournaments was impressive though, and they do hold the honor of hosting the first edition, where they achieved their best result, that was their third place finish. But competition grew stiffer over the years, and after 1968, they never qualified again. They did come close in 1976 and 1980, losing a penalty shootout at the last step, but they grew ever further, sometimes mildly competitive and sometimes uh, weak. In 2007, for example, they twice tied uh, second place Uzbekistan to finish behind them, but in 2011 only managed a single draw with Yemen. Uh, The expansion of the competition from 2019 does give teams of their level a better chance, but that year saw them in a tough qualifying group. Uh, the competition was far milder in 2023, as we'll see, which allowed them to return to the Cup. Uh, we talked about the AFC Challenge Cup, the tournament for a week, or I should say, developing teams that started in 2006. And interestingly, Hong Kong was eligible uh, for the Challenge Cup. Surprisingly, because we did see a couple of teams seem to be uh, excluded because uh, they were uh, maybe because they were too strong. Uh, We said that for Mongolia, Um, but Hong Kong's much stronger than them. Uh, Hong Kong probably would have dominated the Challenge Cup, uh, but they made the decision to not enter that competition. Okay, and we did talk a bit about their local cup, the EAFF Cup. So again, South Korea, Japan, and China dominate uh, that region, not least of all because they're appointed to the cup. Uh, Hong Kong and North Korea have to enter a playoff uh, to get there, and they compete, uh, basically sharing the honor of being the fourth team. And um, Hong Kong has beaten out North Korea to reach the cup in four of the nine editions since 2003. But once there they're well out of their depth and they finish last every time. Okay we look at the deep dive uh, into uh, the World Cup for Hong Kong and they joined the fray in 1974. That was well after they joined uh, the uh, Asian Cup. We do see that they actually um, uh, joined in 1958, but withdrew uh, from their group. So 1974 was their first uh, successful uh, or oh, completed campaign. That was 16 years later. Uh, the qualification took the form of a mini-tournament in round one, and wins over Japan and South Vietnam saw them through to the final, uh, but the tournament host, South Korea, won the last game and um, Hong Kong didn't progress to the next round. 1978 was also an odd structure in that the top two finishers in the group uh, would have a final playoff game to progress to the next round. So this was uh, played mostly among Southeast Asian teams. And the group finished the opposite of what would probably uh, be the case today. So it was Hong Kong on top, followed by Singapore, Malaysia, Indonesia, and Thailand. Again, nowadays, it would probably finish in reverse order. Uh, So Hong Kong and Singapore went to that playoff, uh, and Hong Kong won and advanced. But in the following round, they lost all games and finished last behind Iran, South Korea, Kuwait, and Australia. So uh, a pretty tough group there. Uh, 1982, which was also uh, 1982, was also a mini tournament format, uh, but in this case they hosted it and they tied North Korea and Singapore, but it was a second place finish. However, that did bring them to a further round, and there they lost on penalties to China and did not progress to the final round. 1986 began with a regular group stage, and they tied China in the opener. Uh, Consistency over the other weak teams, as well as an impressive win in China in the final game, knocked the Giants out as only the top team progressed. In the following round, which was a knockout round, uh, they lost both legs to an improving Japan. Hong Kong became a weaker team after that, and in 1990, despite tying Japan twice, they finished last of four in the group. 1994 started uh, promisingly with a home win over Bahrain, an away draw in Lebanon, and an away tie in India. However, they lost all matches after that and finished fourth in a group of five. A, sorry, I had the wrong graphic there, so we'll move on to 1998 here. A single win over Thailand in their group of three in 1998. Uh, left them uh, finishing last in that group. Uh, 2002 was similar, and 2006 at least saw them finish out of last place with two wins over Malaysia for their only points and a third-place finish. Uh, By now, clearly a third-tier team. They explored the fourth tier when bested by took. Turkmenistan for a round two of four knockout in 2010, and they stood little chance at the same stage in 2014 uh, when they were paired with Saudi Arabia. 2018 was a bit better as they tied China home and away and were consistent over weak teams, uh, the two weak teams in the group. Uh, That was Maldives and Bhutan. However, they lost both games to group winner Qatar, while China tied them once, and so they had to settle for third of five in the group. And then it was fourth of five in 2022, uh, but we'll take a closer look at that as we move on to the recent history. So the recent history begins with the 2019 uh, Asian Cup campaign. Oops. I'm just finding my place in the graphics here. Okay, uh, the 2018 World Cup qualifying made up the first two rounds of qualification. Here, um, they received a bye in the first round, and in the second, they finished uh, third of five behind uh, Qatar and China, but ahead of Maldives and Bhutan, uh, and that saw them through to round three of three. Uh, There, they bested Malaysia to finish ahead of them, but otherwise earned only a home draw against North Korea, finishing behind them and behind first place uh, Lebanon. The next tournament uh, is the 2022 World Cup. Uh, So they were not one of the the bottom ranked 12 teams required to play in the preliminary round and they performed typical of a fourth seed team losing all games to iran and iraq and doing well to steal a draw from bahrain uh, spoiling their campaign um balancing that was an away draw in cambodia um and they finished fourth as expected but um uh, the loss to cambodia a bit of a bad mark on their record there we move on to the 2022 uh, East Asian Football Federation Cup and we saw that they were one of the teams uh, uh, reaching the final but only because of their ranking there was no qualification and uh, here we see that they basically lost heavily to South Korea and Japan and even though they do challenge China sometimes uh, they lost one nothing here so they finished uh, bottom of the group there uh, and that's a pretty typical... Uh, a typical look for the East Asian football federation. Finally, we look at their Asian Cup 2023 campaign and rounds one and two we've seen already in World Cup 2022 qualifying. Um, they received a buy in the first round. Uh, some good results but a loss to Cambodia or, sorry, uh, a tie with Cambodia. Uh, there and a tie at home to Bahrain on the on the other end, uh, that was enough to reach the final round, or round three of three. And as we said earlier, a bit of an easier route than in the 2019 Asian Cup. They faced actually a pretty weak teams in Af- Afghanistan, Cambodia, and India, and they won the first two of those over Afghanistan and Cambodia. A bit of a shameful loss in the third game, a 4 four-nothing loss at the hands of India. So India finished on top and they finished second, and so have finally reached the Asian Cup uh, once again. And we'll be covering that tournament um, uh, with uh, the teams and groups in mid-October, and then the players in uh, late October and November. Let's move on now to look at our fourth and final team, uh, Bhutan, beginning with an overview of their participation and achievements. And uh, Bhutan withdrew from the World Cup qualification in 2010, and they didn't enter in 2014, so actually the 2018 World Cup was their first completed qualification in that cup, and they uh, competed in 2022 also. Their first participation in the Asian Cup was in 2000, and they also entered in 2004. Um, They participated in that and then moved down to the Challenge Cup. Uh, That's the tournament in lieu of the Asian Cup for weaker teams. But after five completed campaigns, uh, they didn't enter the Challenge Cup in 2010 and then they returned to the Asian Cup in 2019 and have participated regularly since. Uh, Their local group is the South Asian Football Federation, or SAF, and we saw that um, Afghanistan was in that group until moving to Central Asia. And uh, though they didn't enter the first four cups of that locality from 1993 to 1999, they have participated consistently from 2003, except for a withdrawal in 2021. In terms of strength, uh, Bhutan is a fifth tier team. That's the lowest uh, tier in Asian soccer, so uh, a very weak level. And even at that fifth tier, Bhutan is at the weak end of that range, so we're going to see that um, over the uh, discussion here when we look at their World Cup participation. Uh, sorry, their World Cup overview first. So not much here because we saw they withdrew in 2010 and didn't enter in 2014. Uh, 2018 saw them pass the preliminary round uh, of World Cup qualifying to reach a group stage, so that was good, but a shocking goal record of five goals for and 52 goals against over eight games. Uh, That included a 15-0 loss to Qatar. Uh, However, on the other hand, they were competitive in games with Maldives. And despite losing both legs, they earned all of their five goals over those two games. Uh, 2022 looked positive as they were again paired with one of the weakest teams in the preliminary round. But after winning the home leg, they lost heavily in the second. And uh, we're going to talk about maybe a need for a sixth uh, tier to properly define Bhutan's strength. Uh, Moving on to an overview of the Regional Cup, Uh, their first entry uh, in the Asian Cup was in 2000, and it handed them their heaviest loss uh, in their history, a 20-0 loss at the hands of Kuwait. And they even lost 3-0 to uh, to a fellow fifth-tier team and finished with a goal record of 2-40, two goals for and 40 goals against over just four games. Uh, 2004, though, saw them win a preliminary round group am- amongst weak teams, uh, but then they lost all six games in the final round, although they did improve their goal average by more than half. Obviously, though, they were a team well-suited for the uh, AFC Challenge Cup. Uh, again, that tournament devised in 2006 for weaker teams. And um, in the first edition in 2006, qualification was automatic. So they earned only a single draw amongst the weak teams that were there and they failed to qualify for any other Challenge Cups, actually earning just a single draw across eight games over the next three editions. In 2014, they didn't enter. Uh, But they and all other teams returned to the newly formatted Asian Cup in 2019. World Cup qualifying made up the early rounds. And we have seen that they won the preliminary round but lost all games at the group stage. Uh, that weak finish required them to enter a playoff to reach uh, the third round. And they surprised by winning that playoff. But they were out of their depth in, uh, in the third round, even losing 7-0 to Maldives. Uh, we also saw that they didn't pass the preliminary round in 2022. But uh, we'll actually take a look at that uh Uh, under the recent tournaments here. Let's go to their local cup. Uh, Bhutan's local group is the South Asian Football Federation, SAF, uh, which is the weakest of the local groups in Asia. Um, Again, fourth tier, uh, India, the strongest team in that group. Um, However, that group is a good competition for these weak teams at their own level. Even here though Bhutan is too weak to compete at the campaign level, having been knocked out at the first round almost every time. The exception was a good year in 2008 where they reached the semi-finals and they took India to extra time. They have been looking weak since then though, losing almost all games and some by heavy margins, even at the hands of some of the weakest teams in Asia. All right, well, there's not much uh, for the deep dive into the World Cup history uh, here, but we will do it. Um, Even though they didn't enter the World Cup until 2018, uh, they played an interesting game on the day of the 2002 World Cup final, uh, and that was called the Other Final. And it was a game between the two lowest-ranked teams in the world uh, played in Bhutan. So they were actually the second lowest, and uh, Montserrat, at least at the time that the teams were selected, uh, Montserrat uh, from the CONCACAF region was the lowest ranked team in the world. Uh, Bhutan won the game 4 nothing, and that was their first international win ever. Anyway, uh, in the World Cup itself, the uh, first campaign in 2018 began well. They were the part two team behind Sri Lanka in the preliminary round, but they won both games over their local rivals. However, they were well out of their league in the following round and suffered some heavy losses as we've mentioned, a 15-0 loss to Qatar, uh, in addition to a 12-0 loss in China. However, uh, we also noted they were reasonably competitive with local rivals, Maldives, despite losing both legs. It was a 3-4 loss at home, or I should say a 4-3 loss at home, and then a 4-2 loss away, Uh, so that gave them all five uh, of their goals. However, as we noted, they suffered 52 goals against over their eight games. And uh, In the preliminary round in 2022, they faced Guam, so we'll see what happened uh, when two of the weakest teams in Asia meet. But that brings us to our recent history, and we begin with the 29 Asian Cup, the qualifying for which was the uh, first two rounds of the 2018 World Cup, and they did well to beat out Sri Lanka in the preliminary, as we, as we've said. But they lost all games in the round two group. There, so as far as the Asian Cup is concerned, that last place finish in the group was not enough to get them through to the third round. And it's a pretty complicated process. Um, uh, They uh, were in round two of two B of three they were selected as the only team to kind of automatically not pass. So they went to round 2C uh, of 3, and they were expected to lose to Bangladesh. But in fact, they bested Bangladesh there and did make it to round 3. Uh, however, in round 3, they were uh, uh, really out of their league and, and lost even 7 nothing to Maldives. Uh, also, they lost 14 uh, nothing to Oman and and nothing to Palestine. So one wonders if it's a bit of a poison chalice to actually win the, the uh, qualification round to get there. Okay, uh, the next tournament is the uh, SAF Cup, the South uh, Asian Football Federation Cup in 2021. But this is the only uh, version of the SAF Cup, the only edition that they uh, withdrew from. So nothing to report there. Uh, we move on to the 2022 World Cup where they were one of the 12 bottom-ranked teams required to undergo a preliminary playoff. And as we said, they uh, they uh, were paired with uh, Guam. So they beat Guam 1-0 uh, in the home leg. That's not a very convincing scoreline. Uh, and indeed, when they went to play in Guam, they lost heavily, 5-0 to one of the very weakest teams in the world. So um uh, again, it almost uh, it almost justifies uh, a sixth tier uh, for Bhutan. But really, there are about three teams in Asia that really uh, are worth considering for a sixth tier, and Guam is one of them. So that almost puts them in a seventh tier, having getting thrashed, having gotten thrashed by Guam. So uh, really weak there. And uh, we move to the SAF Cup, the South. Asian Football Federation Cup in 2023 and they lost all three games there to Maldives, Bangladesh and uh, Lebanon who were invited as a guest. So they finished uh, last in that group. Finally, we look at 2023 Asian Cup qualifying and we saw that they um, uh, were thrashed by Guam. That was actually in, in the first qualifying round World Cup 2022. So what happens here is that uh, teams that exit from the uh, Cup at the preliminary stage go to uh, the Solidarity Cup, which is kind of a a revised version of the Challenge Cup. This one is specifically for teams knocked out early. However, the uh, the 2020 Solidarity Cup was canceled due to COVID, uh, so nothing came of that. All right, that brings us to the end of Bhutan, and now we do an analysis on the pairing uh, between Hong Kong and uh, uh, Hong Kong and Bhutan, and we see that uh, Hong Kong is actually the strongest team in qualifying, ranked 37 in Asia, whereas Bhutan, uh, actually to my surprise, a bit higher than uh, expected, uh, 49th out of 56 in Asia. Uh, honestly, I don't know how they got that high because I put them among the, the bottom three or four. Uh, anyway, so Hong Kong in FIFA rankings are 149 and Bhutan is 35 points behind that at 184. And that's in line with the ELO rankings, which have Hong Kong at 173 and Bhutan at, at 234. And I'll say that actually for uh, ELO rankings... Uh, They really are among the lowest in the world, so they seem to do uh, better in FIFA rankings than in ELO rankings. I agree with the ELO rankings. Uh, In the head-to-head, the two have met. Um, In 2018, Round two of three, the two met each other, and that doubled as 2019 Asian Cup qualifying. And They're uh, actually not as one-sided as one might think. In the home leg in Hong Kong, it was. It was a 7-0 win, but in Bhutan, Hong Kong only won by one nothing, so a fairly competitive result for Bhutan there, and they'll be hoping to do the same thing here. Uh, that's the only time they've met, so Hong Kong has uh, the two wins, uh, no draws and no uh, no losses there. Okay, I forgot to uh, put in the uh, numbers here. So, uh, checking the odds, we have Hong Kong uh, at home because the stronger team plays at home. So it is a 99% chance of uh, Hong Kong winning. And again, this doesn't add up to 100%, but they give Bhutan a 2.4% chance of winning. Uh, And I got to say, I pretty much agree with that, Um, uh, the uh, Bhutan really uh, a weak team. So honestly, this matchup really shouldn't happen. And it wouldn't happen if there were uh, 12 teams in the preliminary round as they were in 2018 and 2022. But expanding the preliminary round to 20 teams kind of allows for these very one-sided matchups. Uh, so Bhutan really has no hope here and are likely to go uh, to to lose this preliminary round and go to the um, the Solidarity Cup, whereas uh, Hong Kong will probably be competitive uh, in the next round. Uh, Bhutan has surprised once in a while by beating stronger teams uh, in the preliminary round, but uh, those teams were Sri Lanka and Bangladesh, so far weaker teams than Hong Kong, uh, so not much chance for uh, for them here. Okay, that brings us to the end of set six, Hong Kong versus Bhutan, and we look forward to meeting you uh, when we look at set seven, Yemen versus Sri Lanka. We would like to thank Pixabay and Amaxi for the use of the music in this series titled Caladon or Caladon Flute Beat.